No introduction needed. The one, the only, Tony Bruno. Hello, San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. <laughs> Tony, it is so good to see you. I get asked about you all the time. Really, people are like, can you bring... Can, Damon, will you bring Tony on? Damon, will you bring Radnich back? I said, well, Raddy, definitely a battered performer. He's not He's a battered performer. He won't even... No, he's come on, on my podcast and my oh, shows. Oh, he has. But not... But it not you know, I, I have to... It, it, like once I've had him on in the last year, but Gary's sort of like on the down low. Well, you know what? Here's what I really respect. When he said he was going to get off the stage he and did. you were never going to see him again, he really meant it. Yeah, he really I, meant it. And I'm not suggesting that Gary won't talk to you or me. He will. But, you know, he's not. nobody's calling him. You not know? thirsty, Tony. No. He's not thirsty. And, you know, he's got kids, and now he's got kids in, right. in high school and college. And so he did his thing, and, you know, he's got he's still got – he doesn't have Raddy's caddy anymore. No. But he just – I think he still has the uh, – what was the last car he had? Was it a Bentley? A Bentley, yeah. Was it so, a Bentley? I, so when you have a Bentley and you've done, you know, an amazing career, some people walk away. But I, I, I walked away, too, moved to Florida, and then they sucked me back in. That's right what back happened. in. Well, that's people ask me, where can I find Tony Bruno? And here's the thing. I got a channel. You got a network, brother. Tony Bruno Sports Network. Tell everyone where they can find you, where they can see you. You are broadcasting, what, 8, 12 hours a day? Yes, and I'm a battered performer as well. But you can't tell because I, I have a couple of coffees. I take a shower in the morning. and then, So when I moved to Florida, my, my goal was to retire. I bought a property, and I'm not like the typical guy from the Northeast. I want to go to Florida. And I, Never I, shovel I, I, again. I, I, yeah, but, I mean, I, I always wanted to live in Florida, and I said I would retire in Florida, you know, and if I was still on the West Coast, I would have retired there. But, you know, the way all the jobs and the money is going out there, you can't retire in California anymore. You know what I mean? Unless you go up to you know, unless you go up to Humboldt County. There's some reason. Where's the closest place? I don't you know. Live? I can tell you this. You can get laid off in California. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's not just for the radio business. So I moved to Florida. I was approached by this guy at a dinner one night. He says, are you Tony Bruno? And I said, yeah. He said, oh, I loved you in the Madden game. So, you know, you got ESPN days and you got the, you know, the Fox Sports Radio days. And then, you know, the Madden. So there are people who know me sure. from different incarnations, depending on how old you are. And this guy is in his 40s, and he's like, I love you in Madden. What are you doing? I said, I moved down here. I'm retiring. I'm doing a podcast every once in a while. But for the most part, bought a boat, bought a lot, and I'm building my forever home. And it's a home that the last place I will live, and when I leave there, it'll be on a gurney. <laughs> or I can just, since I'll be on water, I'm going to have Robin build a funeral pyre as a oh, great Jim Morrison. Oh, Viking as, funeral? Yeah, remember as, as Jim Morrison sang with the Doors. And my love will be a funeral pyre. Yeah, totally. Unlike the Vikings. So instead of getting cremated, instead of being buried and having a monument, I wanted to put a pyre out there in the in the river, light it on fire, <laughs> and watch me go deep into the night. You should which have, I used to do on the air actually. They should put they should push you out. All right. Let's talk about your funeral and how it could be fantastic. How, how can we make your funeral a you multi one day event? when I'm dead, this tape may be played. We will play this at the funeral. In memoriam. It'll be on the you know we'll have, you know now they have grave sites that you can like you could use a QR code and you can see videos of the person like at your family member. Oh my god. Some of the great memories. That's better than standing at, like, my, when I go to my mom and dad's grave, you know, you just go there and you pay respect. You reflect. Yeah, but that, if you had, like, videos of your family and you go to the funeral and it's your mom and dad, then you could play a little video. I think that's a great idea. You should We should invest in that and start spreading that because I think that's a huge opportunity for future business. Like, shouldn't you have a video of mom and dad on your phone, though? You don't need to be like, oh, I got to go to the QR code at the grave <laughs> No, but anybody that goes to the grave site and wants to know about the person in it, you hit the QR. Everything's on QR codes. My show's on a QR code. It's the Tony Bruno Sports Network. 
But so now when people say, hey, Damon, where are you working now? You know, and you have to explain. Or, Tony, where are you working now? You just download the Tony Bruno Sports Network. So go. It's just simple. You don't even have to have the QR code, but we have it here for people to show up. You just go type in Tony Bruno Sports Network, and boom, you get the app, whether it's on Apple or it's on Google Play. And you, you got another Bay Area friend on your network, Dave Benz. Dave Benz and Jim Cozable. And Coz. And Coz, of course, we did the Raiders pre- and post-game yes. when I was there. And, and, of course, Benz has done everything in the Bay Area. Two really good guys. Oh, and great guys, too. So they're part of our network, and, you know, we, we just – I'm not trying to become a, a, a Byron like, you know, ESPN and Fox and right. Warner Brothers. I just want to have a, a network. And I said, do digital. You know, people wanted to work because a lot of these people, you know, are not doing full time jobs right now. A lot of people in the business, you're like, what do I do now? And so there's a lot of opportunities with the digital realm, no matter who you are. You don't even have to be like a former radio or TV person. Right. Anybody. I mean, TikTok, all these people who've never done radio or TV are finding ways to monetize stuff. And God bless them. I mean, that's the few. We got college you, kids here. You yeah. know, anybody can do this. I tell you, this is the one element of Radio Row that's different. I've never seen a group of college radio stations set up the way that they're set up. And I think that that's just awesome. Yeah, that's the future, College man. radio, to me, is where I fell in love with a medium that, of course, you know, is dying right in exactly. front of us and, and isn't what it used to be. And I'll tell you, man, you were a huge part of me falling in love in radio. You really were. Um, well, thanks. The, the show I don't that know you hosted, you, I should thank you, you or say I'm sorry. No, right? Yeah, no, it, your fault, all your fault. But it was, uh, it was an early love of the medium, and then to watch you and Gary. And I'll tell you, Gary and I might have had our differences. We didn't work out as a team. Your 30 to 40 minutes together on the radio each and every day is one of the seminal moments of great radio I've ever heard in my life. You know. Early Howard Stern fans had something very special to listen mm -hmm. to. Early Don Imus fans had something very special to listen to. I thought that you and Radnich gave the city of San Francisco something very, very special. And when he was out, if you don't mind me saying, I always thought that I was the best fill-in to keep that segment good. Absolutely. No doubt about it, because we had a great – when I would come to San Francisco, I remember lugging my luggage up the hill going up to the hotel where I was staying in downtown. And you know, and we would do things. I would like literally huffing and puffing while I'm carrying my bags up the street incline to get to my hotel because I had to be on during that segment when you were filling in for Gary. So the Bay Area is special to me. I mean, it's my, and technically it's my second home. Because totally. Other than Philly, you know, San Francisco was where I spent 17 years on the radio, even though I didn't live there. This, that segment with Gary went on for 17 years. No medium creates an intimate connection like radio did. Absolutely. Because a lot of people didn't know. You know, they don't know what I looked like because I wasn't doing a lot of TV. But when I went with Gary, and then Gary and I did some TV stuff on you know, on, on, on uh, Comcast, Sportsnet, Bay Area, California. Then I got to do some Raiders pre- and post-game with Jim Cozumore. Right. And, and the great, the great, the greatness. Not of the Raiders. Well, he was a Raider. He was a 49er. And, of course, he was also a Denver Bronco with two Super Bowl rigs. Linebacker extraordinaire. And the guy that still lives in the Bay Area. Oh, he's got some problems going on there. Who? who, who? Romo. Ch Bill oh, Romanowski. that's right. Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. I remember that. And so people saw me on, on you know, on the on the Raiders pre- and post-game shows. And I would go on Cron with Gary. Or yeah. we would do, you know, Chronicle Live in front of the yes. Coliseum yes. for Raiders games. And, you know, be at the ballpark for the Giants. 
and when the Phillies were, were playing the Giants, I would be there and I'd go on the, I'd go into Raider games on the field and people would boo me because they knew I was from Philly. But then they'd say, boo, we love you, Tony. Exactly. Exactly. We have so, to do this. And that's that's what's great because fans, no matter you're talking about the Eagle fans and Raider fans and the tough fans, deep down inside, they're just fans. You know, they're just passionate fans. Yeah. And so if they know you, like even the Giants fans, when I walk around and at the ballpark, they would scream, hey, Tony, you suck. No, we love you. So we know that. That's sports hate. You yes. know, and, and, and it's a fun thing. It's, it's not like, hate. I'm going to come down there and kick your ass right. kind of hate. It, you know, it's just like, hey, you're you're the enemy because, you you know, you have your team and I have mine. But we're not enemies. You know, why can't we all just get along? I'm going to pen that now. Can we, no, I think no one's ever said that before. I don't, I don't think so, no. no. one's ever said that But anyway, before. it's fun. And that's, I love going to the Super Bowl every year. Not, I, see, I come every year. I don't just come when right. the Eagles come and lose. I come when the Eagles that won that one time. But I'm, I'm here. I, was, I remember being at Super Bowl 50. And you know what the most memorable part of that was, Damon? They could not use a Roman numeral that year. That was the only Super Bowl where there was no Roman numeral. Because it was just L. Yeah, it was L. So they didn't want to sell hats with, with the L, L on it. Yeah, that so that's sense. why they went to... 5 0. That's so right. So that's a little inside knowledge. Now, that's a lot. Speaking of that, Chris Myers is here also. <laughs> and every time I see him, I say, uh, You, uh, you, you're no good. <laughs> and so, you know, doing the old Johnny Carson routine for the people old enough to remember. But anyway, no, so that was it. L. And the uh, somebody at the Super Bowl, in, you know, in the NFL PR said, In their infinite wisdom. Yeah, we should not put L's on hat. Smart. So they put the 50 on there. Now it's back to Roman numerals, and we're coming back to the Bay Area in a couple of years in Santa Clara again. Well, it's going to be great to have you back out there. The last time you threw a Super Bowl party in Santa yes. Clara. Oh, man, we had a really good time. Is that place still there, by the way, the Glass House I, in San Jose? I certainly hope so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, after the pandemic, I don't know what came out I of know. it. So I, I certainly hope so. But we had a great time there. And, again, you've, you, you were great to me at the beginning of my career. I've told the story many times. When I was interning at ESPN, trying to get a job at ESPN, I, you know, like auditioning, um, you brought me back. You brought the entire station back to your hotel room to grab beers and hang out and eat some pizza. And even though I was like the brand new guy, you're like, you come along too. That meant an awful lot to me. You were right there at the beginning of my career and it's great to have you here at the end of my career. Well, it's well, not the end of your career. This is a new beginning. This is a rebirth. This is like rising from oh, the ashes. Oh, Because somebody reported, yeah, somebody reported that I was somebody, you know how the internet works on Twitter. Somebody wrote a fake obit to me that they posted we're sad to announce the death of Tony Bruno and blah, blah, blah. He had an incredible and, Viking funeral, though. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm getting all these emails. And people are saying, calling me. And I'm saying, no, where are you getting that I'm dead? So right. you know how that stuff spreads. Tony Bruno sure, died. Sure. So then I, I finally went on. I, I, I went on my network and I said, ladies and gentlemen, the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Erroneous. So you have to tell people you're not dead. Well, I'm glad you're not dead. I'm glad I'm not dead, I'm glad too. glad we also I'm planned not... your funeral. <laughs> So when I'm dead, Damon can pull this tape because this this is all now in the cloud. For you know, this is not something you're going to have to go into the archives and search hard to find, right? Because this is the first show and only show where I've announced how I will not how I will die or when I will die, but what I want when I die. There I want the Viking funeral. Is it a Viking or a pirate? Well, thing? so th there is a pyre, and I believe that the pyre is land based, <laughs> where we put you in a boat. <laughs> For a Viking That's funeral, a Viking and we funeral. push you out, and then we're going to have Miss Robin fire a flaming arrow into the boat to light it on fire, hence the pyre. And I will not be on a Viking cruise line you know, going on the Danube to do this. <laughs> this will be in southwest Florida, 
Cape Call, Fort Myers. Won't be they, the princes of the sea. No, will not be any of the Viking <laughs> long, long boats that only go in the rivers. And But I'm going to do that once. I've never done a river cruise. You know, other than nice. on the Mississippi when you go to New Orleans, you know, and you get right. on the boats, the paddle boats. The goodwill keeps on turning. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Should we get more 70s references we into the modern it, we media? Can, we could go 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, except today, though. Everything sounds the same. I know it's a like, get-off-my-lawn thing. Right. But, I mean, the, the whole everything with, with – with everything being auto-tune, auto-tune, and again, I'm not, I'm not an old guy. I mean, I love all kinds of music. Right. But when you listen to a lot of the, especially the females or even the males, they all everything's auto-tune. So it's hard to say, oh, I know who that is. And and you know, that's the one thing about music's gotten better. The technology, the ability to digitize everything. But why does everybody have to sound the same now? I don't know. It's an outrage, by so the way. Magic. There it is. It's an outrage. I'm glad it happened. Let me be the first to go on record. Auto-tune is an outrage. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, we are here for a Super Bowl. We should probably talk about that just a little. Wait, there's how, a game here? How you Not leaning? a game. Not a game. We're talking about the 49ers practice where they don't like the practice facility, right? Have you ever met a team that cared about its playing conditions more than the 49ers? <laughs> they bitch about every football field they play on. They you know, really and, and I love the Niners, and, I, and it's a great story. And, and obviously, you know, I have no rooting interest. I just have gambling interest. Of course. Now that I'm here where I can legally bet on the game, so I'm going to do a bunch of bets. I'm going to bet the 49ers because they're two-point favorites. And then I'm going to bet the Chiefs. So I'm going to, again, I'm not betting hundreds of dollars, but here with the thousands, MGM app, thousands I, of I dollars. have the MGM Rewards app, and it's the oh, only one I can use. Okay. You can't use DraftKings here, even though we're in Vegas, and I have a DraftKings account. And John Avello, who runs DraftKings, really? he used to run the win, he said, I said, John, how do I get my bets in in Vegas? There's no DraftKings sportsbook in Vegas, so the only way you could bet if, you have a, if you're coming in and you have a DraftKings account, you've got to drive to the Hoover Dam or get an Uber, and go to the top of the Hoover Dam, and then you can get a signal because everything has signal location okay. devices in it. Then I can get into my DraftKings app because I technically would be in Arizona where I can bet on the DraftKings app. All right. But not in, you could, you would think there's nothing illegal here. Weed is, I had Kyle Turley on, who you know every year he comes and he hands out gummies. And last year he had blunts, actual joints he was handing out at yeah. the cigar party. And I saw him yesterday. I said, oh, you're doing the cigar party? He said, no, they won't allow me to give out joints. I think they're it, giving away blowjobs. I know. Circus. You can get anything. You get sex. You can get you can get girls direct to your room. But you can't. And I'm not a big weed guy. I don't smoke it. But, I don't, you know, it's, it's pretty much being smoked everywhere in the entire world right yes. now. But you can't have a party where you're giving or people are smoking weed except one hotel, apparently, that you're allowed to smoke weed. And people smoke anyway. But there's only one hotel that allows you to smoke weed inside the hotel which is i don't even remember that was on a, on a list yesterday but i think look, we should go look, find this hotel look up kyle turley uh because he's promoting it and as one of the parties is at the only could you believe in las vegas we would think everything is legal that smoking weed is not now nobody's going to stop you on the streets or in the casinos but if you want to have a party and you're going to hand out joints they'll bust that thing this is las vegas sin city how can sin city become so old school Puritan, not, Puritan city. Ugh. I came to Las Vegas for debauchery, not to be told I can't bet and I can't. I don't. I, even gummies. Right. I just want a gummy to go to sleep. We're at not night. talking about lines of cocaine no. on the bathroom toilet. We're exactly. just talking about a little weed. We can't even get food here in the media room. And then you, I, I just showed you that uh, David, you know, David Z Andrew Zimmer, yes, the, 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 the bizarre foods guy. He had no food. He went in and you said, I said, you know, he's going to the bathroom. You know, you said right. 
probably eating urinal cakes. Urinal cakes. <laughs> I mean, they don't even give us urinal. And, and I'm not a, I'm not one of these meaty guys who is, complains about everything. But when you have all these media people here and there's no coffee, no water, and not even a crimpet, not even a, a muffin. So I have to steal crimpet? them. Crimpet? Crimpet. That's crimpet? a that's crimpet? a tasty cake. Oh, okay. Tasty cake. Right, Crimpets. Right. It's a Philly thing. But you can buy them anywhere. Even in the Bay Area, there's all these tasty cakes. Because nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. See, this you is know who I miss flag. here? He was in Arizona last year, but he's not here. Who's the man that makes all the great sandwiches, including one named Ike's, after you? Ike. Ike. He's going to be here at about 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, well, I'm going to make sure that you get that. Uh, well, I love Ike. You know, I saw him. I've seen him in Ar- I met him in the Bay Area. He was in Arizona last year. And I'm saying, where's Ike? The Niners are in the Super Bowl, and Ike's not here with sandwiches. I guarantee you, if Ike comes here today, it's, it will be like a swarm of locusts descending I, I was upon. hanging out with him last night. He told me he's bringing about 300 sandwiches to the row. So he's going to be very, very popular. Now, does he still have the Damon Bruce? Oh, yeah. See, and what I love is that he insists on sending them to radio stations that don't employ me anymore. <laughs> That's what I love. Well, we have two here that we both were employed by. Yes. At three of them, actually, if you count the bone, 107, you know, and Lamont and Tanelli are here. And that's a good thing. It's like a reunion tour, you it know? Is. The KNBR guys, what's left of them. It's great to see everyone. But the, really one, the, the guy, I think the longest running show now in the Bay Area has got to be Lamont and Tanelli on the bone, right? 30 something so. years. Who Maybe. lasts 30 years in radio anymore at one place? Maybe Tolbert might be in the neighborhood there, but that would be it. I mean, yeah, we're I mean, running that, out of options. Yeah, and, and, and all you young people out there say, what are, well, how do I get and be like you? You can't, first of all. And the thing is, <laughs> No, because you could be you. You can't okay, be Tony Bruno. You can't Bruno. be, oh, you no, can't be David Bruno. I just say be yourself. And the other thing is we have interns from UNLV who are helping us, and they're two young women, and you know what they're majoring in? Digital editing, digital media. And so everybody say, I want to be a journalist. You know, I'm an Arnold journalist. Right. Don't go to journalism school. If you want to focus on something that you can move up the food chain, digital. It's all about so digital. When I was in college, graduated in 1997, I spent four years learning how to like cut and edit tape with a razor blade. Yeah, I marked the and tape then, with a little uh, grease absolutely. pencil. Absolutely. And then the minute I graduated, the digital revolution exactly. happened, and everything I went to school was completely rendered obsolete. It's a good thing I smoked so a lot now, of weed and So fun. now in colleges, you know, you, if you have kids interested in, in this medium, it's not just radio well, I'm, or I'm TV. I'm going to turn this over here, like right yeah. over here. Right, right behind us are all these college kids. Columbia University. There's a sports management class. There's a radio station called Blaze Radio, Student Radio. That's awesome. And it's all college students run by students. So everybody knows, especially the younger people who want to be involved in this medium. And this medium isn't just radio and TV. It's everything, whether it's TikTok, whether it's YouTube. You can you can do shows anywhere. And you can do your own shows from home. And, you know, the biggest people here, the most, the people with the most followers, social media, are TikTok influencers. Totally. There are people, there was a woman in here with the slap fighting championships. You know that? that yes. The thing? She's from Brazil. She's from Hungary, the Hungarian hurricane. I had her slap me, but not really hard because right. I don't want to break my teeth. Uh, she's got 170 million views, more than Taylor Swift, more than any other pro football team. Of, of her smacking, slapping, smacking somebody in a 10 second clip she has 170 million views so there's a lot of ways you can get your message out or promote things i mean that that slap thing is going to be on over the, it's, it's going to be on blaze not blaze uh rumble I'm, and you can watch it for free i'm not gonna lie i want to slap the shit out of you right now well, i mean not too hard though you got to be able to plan it's not, you got to know judo i don't want people slapping no. each other no no like if you're watching the game and the niners fall behind don't slap, slap somebody it. if you're in the Bay Area. Give me a prop bet that you like. Can I tell you mine? Yeah. 
Christian McCaffrey, 16 and a half carries. That's got to be over. Oh, yeah. There's, a lot, there's over. a lot of them. I've written down, but I know Pacheco is going to get, you know, he's going to he's going to be running. He'll Which run for over 70? 60 yards. Is it 60? Yeah, it's like 67. Yeah. I think that goes, you know, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, if you do a parlay, that's a lock. You know he's going to yeah, score at least, at least once. One. And if you were betting during the year and you had him for two touchdowns, you were cashing a lot of tickets. You did. But people get crazy when you do those, you know, 12-team, 12, 12 parlays. It's hard to hit a 12-leg parlay. But if you study, and we have a couple of days still, you can you can put something together. And then you only bet a dollar. You know, you're not bet, I'm betting $20 on these parlays, and I'm losing by one. So put a big parlay together, bet a dollar, and you can still make some money. If you, Yeah, if it all comes in. One of the best gambling advices I ever got was winning one bet is hard enough. Don't tie them together. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for the big payday, of course, then you got to go for the longer odds. Well, if you're but... Mattress Mac and you're coming here with a suitcase and you're putting it all on one team, you got to be able to afford that. If you're just a regular people, and I consider myself regular, you're, you're a regular. We're not, we don't have millions of dollars in the bank. But walking in, and then, you know, this point spread has been two all week. It went down to one and a half earlier, but they're just trying to keep it because they want money on both sides. Totally. That's how Vegas wins. That's how all the book, they want equal amounts of money, and they collect the juice, as we like to call it. The juice. The big, the juice. Hey. That's what Vegas, that's what the bookmakers want. They want equal amounts of money on both teams, and that's how the line moves. And that means that there's equal money coming in on both sides, so they won't lose. Exactly. The, the number is not to do anything other than facilitate action on both sides of it. So there you go. A little gambling See, tip we're here. We're not just here friends. goofing off, and we're, ta- we're giving you substance here. This isn't just style. This is substance. This is substance. There hasn't been much style except your suit. I mean, it's just a jacket. Right? jacket, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very I look much. like a bum here. But no, mean, you no, look no. fantastic. You know what you look like? You look like a battered veteran. I am a battered. Gary, if you're watching, two battered performers right here on Super Bowl Radio Row. And I think Gary went to that one the one time. He went to a couple of them. I think when the Raiders were in it, he went to a Radio Row and did his shows. And I don't. he wasn't in the Moscone Center, though, for Super Bowl 50. I don't think Gary wanted to go into that I think he would send in Larry Kruger to like sit at the table, and then he would join just on the headset. It was uh, or Vern Glenn, Mister Involvement. Oh, he Vern. was here the other day, and I put. I wanted to make sure I talked to Vern Glenn, you know, because all these big names. But Gary, you know, Greg Papa came on yesterday, the voice of the Niners. Yes, obviously a great guy and a broadcasting legend. But Vern Glenn, Mister Involvement, sat down, and I allowed him to explain why Gary Radnich called him Mr. Involvement and why he is one of those great reporters who's always out there, right? But he doesn't get all the fame and recognition because he's pretty low-key, but he's out there and he's been doing right. it for decades. That's the kind of guy you he's have to admire. He's from a generation of not look-at-me guys. He's like, I just got a job to do. I'm going to give you the sports, and I'm See not going to try to... right there. Do we got? Oh, hey, that's a... That's a Rich, I love the gray hair, right man. I love you embracing your gray. Rich Gannon is walking on by. God, he looks good. He does. He still looks Wish good. I looked like that. Well, you I saw mean, Joe Flacco. Like I mean, those guys, the older athletes, like from the last 20 years, they all take care of themselves. Yeah. Offensive linemen are now slim because they don't have right, to weigh Right, they lose guys. the weight yeah. instead of putting on the, the weight. The running backs put on the weight. You know, right. all the running backs blow up. All the offensive linemen who don't have to weigh 350 pounds anymore, they slim down. And quarterbacks always look good. I mean, even Montana and these guys and Dan Marino, yeah. they still look good. And what happened to us? What happened to us, Damon? Well, it's that radio, <laughs> that radio life. It's a grind. It really is. But I'm I'm honored that I've been able to grind with you through this life. You are not bump and grind, though. No. We don't want to do that. I, you know, <laughs> see, everything's I don't see nothing so, wrong. I don't see, I don't nothing, see wrong. nothing wrong with, in the, with the, a little the bit bump and grind. Oh. We'll be doing that tonight in the in the club. But make sure you take a while. If you're coming here for the weekend, 
make sure you go to your bank, take everything out, bouillon, take, get a second mortgage, because everything is expensive. It's the most expensive oh, stuff food I've ever seen. Food and beverage here. Pizza here is $53 for a Just, pizza. Guess how much this bottle of water was? $17? No, not quite. <laughs> but it was $7.50. $7.50. Well, they, they provide free water here, but the but media descends upon it, and then they all right. grab like 10 Darn. bottles and put it in their suitcases. But pizza, a hot dog, Nathan's hot dog, is like $17. I'm not making That's it up. insane. A, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, $23. And you think things are expensive in the Bay Area, but that, you know, they know people are going to be here. They know they have to pay it, I heard and it, so they charge it. I heard like beers at the Sphere are like forty-five dollars. Well, you got you can't get into the Sphere without spending a grand. Right. The, the tickets to go see you two in there two thousand dollars. You know, uh, Bob Dave Benz has tickets to the Sphere. They said, Dave, how did you get for the for for the Friday night performance? He's a big U2 guy. Of U2. Listen, I love U2, but I'm not dropping two G's to go see U2. No. But I want to go in the Sphere. I mean, obviously this week. It's, it's going to be hard to get in there. But, you know, once the Super Bowl's over, when I come back to Vegas, I definitely want to go inside. I hear hey. it's just amazing. Speaking of you two, I love you too. I love you too, Thank Dave. you, buddy. Great Damon Bruce, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we're bad at performers, but we're still bringing the funk, the noise, the excitement, the alacrity, the intensity that is unique. Ain't going to hurt nobody. Yo, yo, yo!